Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, does the word car mean anything to you? Mick, originally I didn't know what you were talking about. And then I saw it for myself. And let me tell you, it is one of the most gorgeous cars I've ever seen. And it's certainly a classic. I it's learned, like a vintage. Oh, absolutely. Ni- the 1924? 1924. So we've got Robin with us. Robin, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Robin, your husband owned this Amel car. Tell us a little bit about the Amel car. Yeah, what is Amel car? Well, a little French sports car. Um, he actually owned a CGSS to begin with, which is what he owned when I met him in England in 1965. And um, we got married in 1966, and he acquired this one as a basically a wreck. So um, as a project, basically. Well, one of its several projects. He actually bought a big old car before we got married. <laughs> it's just a heap of bits that came home in a trailer and started to restore it in our living room after we got married. That's another story. <laughs> so, uh, Robin, I mean... It was a wedding gift, me. The a wedding <laughs> gift came and it's just in parts. You had to put it together. No, but I mean, was he? He must have been very hands-on with stuff. I mean, oh, well, he knew a lot about ammo cars. Yes, yeah. Um. Anyway, we left the blue car. At, actually, he owned two in the UK. We left them both in the UK. But in 1968, the little red car that we're talking about now, he bought as basically a, a wreck. Um, it, it was a chassis and wheels and a horrible. Horrible body. Horrible Actually, body. we do have a photo of that, so that will be on our um, yeah. YouTube, I think, that yeah, photo. Yeah, and Instagram. Yeah. So. And uh, he acquired that in 1968 and spent the following years, years and years, restoring it. So when you say years and years, because... Well, probably, when did he get it running? Probably so, 10, 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. so you? Yeah. So we're talking 30 years and 40 years for uh, restoration. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we had, you know, other cars and That's right. kids yeah. and... Life, life takes over me, you know. So our, so our friend Don, uh, who's your friend as well, Robin, so he took uh, 25 or 30 years. So, uh, yeah, that's not that's so bad norm. for no, Don. exactly right. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, it's not. It's not so bad at all. So he found the car here in Australia, Robin? Yes, yes. I, I can't remember where because yeah. um, 68, yeah. I, I don't remember. And, I mean, back then, Amilcar, I mean, did people know about Amilcar oh, back yes. then? Yes, yes, well, that's, yes, he already had two in the UK, um, yeah. and our friend um, Max Fole had at, l- at least one, probably two or three, um, and that was in Belair, and so, yeah, um, in fact, I actually um, found one of the Amilcars that someone now owns, this uh, friend Max had told me about it somewhere up in the country and Sue and I were going for a drive in the Lancia uh, and we, he told us vaguely where to look and it was in a field in a farm under a bush. So we said, yes, there's one there. So I think Max went up and retrieved it. There you yeah. go. So that was yeah. uh, not a barn find, that's uh, a farm yeah, find. just a farm find, just yeah. left out yeah. in the paddock. So on the, with the ammo car, I mean, it's a gorgeous-looking Silhouette really, and it's quite small, really, yeah, so especially compared to the lunch that's next. It's a little race car, really. But mm-hmm. the, so, what sort of events and things did you do with that ammo car? Because um, it wasn't a daily driver that wasn't used well, for no, that. No, no, we. Uh, th- this red one, we've uh, taken it to quite a few because we used to take it to things like the All French Day, at, um, yeah, um, and various events like that. We didn't ever do the city 
Um, the Beta-Birdwood, yeah. Or anything like that because animal cars, although I believe a lot of owners now have put fans on them, they don't have a fan belt. They're air-cooled, so they, you don't do stop and starts. You, you've got to keep going. Oh, so they oh, do heat oh. up a fair bit, oh, yes, do they? yeah. So yeah. you haven't retrofitted... Uh, no, I, I haven't, but a lot of... I mean, we didn't. Lots of people have. Yeah. So they've just turned 100 years old, you know. Last year, uh, 2021, they turned. They had their 100-year anniversary. So they would have had some celebration in in France, oh, I, absolutely. I suspect. So well, what, what engine's in there? As much... Oh, it's, I think it's, is it a thousand? It's a thousand cc, this one, a thousand and seventy four, but it's yeah. a straight four cylinder. Yep. And that's an Amel car engine, yeah? That's what the yep. two boys built also, the engine and the body. And yeah, and they've made quite a few different sort of variations on the body, the, um, as you saw, probably yep, saw from that. Yeah, the photos, yeah. Yeah. And uh, different size engines as well. And okay. Uh, over the years. You have to remember I don't know quite as much about animal cars um, no, as, as I do. As you pride and joy the luncher. <laughs> so this animal car, the back is, sometimes they call it a speed tail or boat tail. A boat tail. A boat yeah, tail. Right. Yeah. The gorgeous tail, you know. Uh, it's some, it, Probably even a duck tail sometimes they might refer it to. But even uh, the, the where you sit, the driver sits further back than the passenger. You notice it's cut out. Yes. They're not all. Some of them are side by side. Oh, they that, are? That, but that one's a staggered seat. Yes. I love that staggered yeah. seat. And that staggered seat was for what purpose? Oh, so fat people could fit. Oh, so there you <laughs> go. <laughs> See, there's always a purpose. That's no. true. Because so it was quite narrow. No, it, that's – sorry, yeah. being silly. <laughs> that's okay. Um, you, you're allowed to. No, yeah. take it, that. It does give you a bit more room because it's quite cosy. Yeah, it is narrow. Particularly, I don't know if you noticed, that car didn't have doors. So you have to climb. Oh, you've got to climb got to, in. Yeah, you've got to climb in. So it's mm. got the shallow ledge yeah. sort of thing. And I noticed there were ski goggles in there. So obviously um, the wind in your eyes. Oh, definitely gets... yes. Um, there are a lot of people wear helmets and goggles. Yeah, and, yeah. That's part of the look, but well, it is the well, I think you need it too. But you, you, but you need it because yeah. 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 I mean, it's you know because it's an open car, so you get pretty wind blowing. And this Amel car, we had a look. There's a couple of things in the footwells that I was intrigued about. The passenger gets a footrest. Yep. yep. And it's a gorgeous looking written Amel car on there. You know, yep. the, you know, the detail, apart from the gauges. The workmanship I'm, I'm of the gauges. And then I think in the um, driver's footwell, the accelerator is in the middle. That's right. So you've got the brake on the right-hand side yep. and the clutch on the left-hand side That's with the right. accelerator in the middle. And so a lot of people have actually changed that to what the normal configuration is. Andy, being someone who liked to keep things original, didn't. And I'm uh, with him. I think that's that's yeah. excellent that he's kept But can you imagine how confusing that would be for someone that doesn't know how to drive those cars? Yeah, I think well, it's with anything. I think you get used to it. And you I think it's fine mm. if everything's going well, but sometimes, you know, if you're in a situation... A you panic. Know, a panic. I agree. <laughs> you're going to hit the wrong one. You hit mm, the accelerator and away you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fortunately, they wouldn't have had that much power, so I think they had uh, 30. I don't think it would go. We wouldn't have taken that, actually. The Amokar fraternity, oh, they've been at Red Race. We've actually taken both the blue car and the red car, but the red car has been to, um, as a group that does a rally every two or three years on the Florio Peninsula, oh. and we, we were in the blue car. We still had the blue car. And we'd lent the red car to this fellow from America to drive. And someone was behind him in a modern car and he clocked him doing 100k. 100k's an hour in that, in that car. 
In the you would have felt that. I mean, oh, right. that's moving. It's moving. That's moving. <laughs> and I, I've been. I mean, I went. A very good friend of ours, besides my daughter, uh, driving it from time to time. It's uh, another good friend. Uh, every now and then, uh, there's an event, uh, mm. and there was one oh, a year or so ago that was at one of the wineries over the other side of, um, uh, you know, way over the other side of Adelaide, and we took it to that. And he was driving quite quickly, and mm. it's pretty scary. That well, close to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> well, and your body's exposed. I mean, yes. you're sitting out of the car too. And you'd feel everything. So oh, when you feel everything and, you know, you've got the vibration coming through the steering wheel, probably the tyres and, you know, you'd feel it. So 100 kilometres an hour would feel like well, 150. We, we weren't going 100. No, but, but even was, at 60. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so you've done a, a fair bit of... Yeah, it's been on quite a lot of rallies Um Goes, we used to take it to the All French Day and, um, yeah, um, the Fleurio rallies. Yeah. So that's staying in the family, that one. Yeah, your daughter's going to. I hope so. Yeah. So uh, mm. she's a bit of a rev head as well, you were saying? Um, she likes vintage cars. Um, and we decided that we'd like to keep the old car in the family. Yeah, it's a beautiful um, car. That I can, say. well, you know, it, it makes sense to keep that. The Lancia is a bit more daunting yes. for anyone so to take on. In that, you, you were saying you haven't driven the Amal car. So has um, your daughter driven the Lancia? Yes. And what does she think is the difference between them in terms of whether, you I've, know, you talked about daunting, you know. I've never asked her, actually. But it'd be interesting to find out whether, it, you know, she finds it quite simple to she drive the Amal car. She, she well, no, it's not a simple car to drive. The gears are quite tricky. And, and the accelerator <coughs> and pedal the was in the middle. Pedal and you've you really got to keep your wits about you. But she's, she hasn't driven the lunch much, but she has driven it. But I've never really asked her. Well, that. that's a question for her in the future, so you can ask her that. And you've never driven the uh, Amilcar at all, Robin? Not even once? No. <coughs> Reason? Just, well, no? Just thought it was too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so when you went over to France and you'd done the big rally? Um, well, my husband, um, he took early retirement. It was 1995, I think, um, and he still had family in the UK and he would go and visit quite often and he would – we have there's, – there's a big Amalcar group in the UK. The Amalcar registers based there, uh, which we belong to, and a very good friend also with Amalcars. Uh, he would go over and the two of them would trailer a desert Amalcar to France and that's what they'd use in the rally. So he went to many of those. I went to one – in 2000, and 2000 or 2001, which is the yeah. one I showed you the photos, the photos of. Yeah, It looked unbelievable. The yeah. Chateau. Yes. And oh, is that a week event? Something uh, like it's a, a long weekend event. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah four days probably. Just yeah. gorgeous. Mm. The With countryside of France where it's… Absolutely mad French people all driving these cars around. <laughs> to like chateaus and, and oh, yes. just gorgeous. Yeah. So yeah. just the whole era, you, you know, sort of you're doing it in the modern era mm. and you just… Harking back to what it would have felt like back then. Absolutely. Well, I think when the sort of the like well, the Lancia rally and also the Amalcar rally, so that you've got like people that are into that particular mark. Yeah. And so they, you know, a lot in common and discussion and. So, uh, and that's the thing. Whatever we do, we do want to be with people that have got common interests, like-minded, like-minded common interests, and uh, and that's why we, you know, we talk about classic cars, and uh, you know, the modern ones don't really do it for us, even though you know they're certainly fantastic. Some of them, but I mean, 
How many of those, how many animal cars were made? I mean, are there a lot here in South Australia, animal well, cars? Quite a lot because, and particularly with a lot of vintage cars, not just animal cars, but they've survived because of our weather, the dryness. Oh. And um, so, and uh, quite a few were imported as out of chassis and then had the horrible bodies put on them. So, yeah. Oh, well, um, we've got to remember that in the 1920s here, there weren't, weren't any manufacturers. Holden wasn't here. Ford wasn't here. So the only thing that you'd, you know, you'd have is... An imported car. An imported car. There were some manufacturers at the Lewis motorbike and then they went into cars. So we did manufacture cars in Adelaide, but it was very few and far between. Yeah. You know, so, so that's why the, a lot of these would be in sheds and got uh, imported in, I suppose. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And what we... Um, at, at your place uh, as well, Robin, the some of the stuff that had the animal car oil on it and the, oh, the original cans, the oil cans. Yes, well, a lot of that was um, the wine bottles we I brought back from France. Yeah, the wine, but they, um, a special label yeah, bottle animal for car. the. Oh. Yeah, I think I've even got an umbrella with Peugeot on one side and animal car on the other. So. They were never linked, though, Peugeot and Amilcar. No, 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 just, just French, a French thing. It was just a French yeah. thing. So yeah. Amilcar, did they just finish? And uh, um, They have sort of folded mid-30s, um, became unsuccessful. So, yeah. Oh, look, I, I, th- I think it's fantastic. It would have been nice to drive the thing, I must admit. Oh, but, but it, uh, you know, I would have thought the – and we talk about how daunting the luncher is, but that was actually very conventional, really, mm-hmm. uh, apart from, you know, the gearbox being, you know, straight-cut gears, which sometimes you've got a double clutch, I think. On the way down, yeah, not on the way up. Not on the no. way up, yeah. yeah. But the ammo car would have been – yeah, so that was yes. um, the three-speed three, three speed on the floor again, yes. wasn't it? Yes, I yes. mean, when that garage opened, the lunch was just beautiful. But when I saw that animal car, I thought, "Oh my god, it's a Bugatti!" I think I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was the Bugatti race car. And I, I, and I think Robin was saying that a lot of Bugatti owners actually have an animal car. So the boat tail, because yeah. of the boat tail, I think it's very, very common for that era. For well, they're them. very pretty cars. They, they are. I agree. I cannot get over how gorgeous that car is. I could look at it all day. So I remember, um, actually, the, was the person who was going, nearly bought the Lancia was over a few years ago, a couple of years ago, it must have been pre-COVID, because he was over with some mates. They went to the tour down under and came up and had a look and he wanted to come and look at the luncher and they opened the garage and they all made a big line for the ammo car. <laughs> Hang on, you're supposed to be buying the luncher, not the ammo car. The car's not for sale. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, even now, people do like sports cars. Yeah. So irrespective of how good, you know, the Rolls-Royce is or the Mercedes Maybach or whatever, when they see a sports car, they yep. all sort of flock mm. to that. And maintenance on that ammo car, is it um, simple? Well, the, or? Same, the same person who helps me with uh, and help rebuild the Lancia en- engine um, does quite a bit of work on the ammo car too if I need it. So, and I've got, I mean, I belong to the ammo car register and there's quite, there's quite a few in Adelaide and people will help me. If I, you know, if I need it, and that's what you, you certainly do need the, you know, the club atmosphere and getting the assistance from people that you can you know, trust mm. and that they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah you can't take it to your local mechanic. No, no. although the mechanic lives locally. <laughs> oh, well, that's there. Well, there you go. You can take it to your local mechanic. Well, no, no, he comes to me, which is better. <laughs> so, how often would the ammo car get a run? Ah, oh, when was the last time it was out? It was probably. Earlier this year, March or April. Oh, that's not too bad. Oh. Yeah, because definitely you'd only be using it in summer. 
Um, usually yeah, it has been out in winter, but no, it would. We we took it to. There was an event just down on the East Park lands, and Lizzie and a few friends. Uh, we, we took it down to that. So yeah. yeah. And that's that's amazing, you know, to drive those things. You know, we've never driven an old car, that which and the Amel car, a nineteen twenty four, yeah, accelerated in the middle, uh, gearbox that would be you said is not as good as the luncher, so that'd be something. Well, for Robin to say she's intimidated to drive and too difficult after driving that luncher, that's got to say so. I'm that, actually that now scared to, to drive an Amel car. Yeah. I, I think because I've never driven it. Maybe if I'd tried when I was younger, but yeah. I, I just yeah. saw it, uh, the accelerator in the middle and watching a f- our friend uh, Dave or whoever or Lizzie changing gears, I th- no, I t- I'm not taking it on. But <laughs> I think you're right, Robin. If if you drove it early in in, mm. your, in the period, then you would have been okay. But yeah. once you sort of don't get used what, to it... You mean once I got old? <laughs> no, I didn't want to say that. Well, as long as we keep getting old and older, Robin, it's okay. Actually, you were saying in that whole restoration, your husband was getting parts sent over, wasn't he? Um, the original well, parts that he, he wanted. He would... A lot of the parts, um, headlamps, dials, all sorts of things like that. In fact, he made... The seats were actually out of... Um, a Citroen, I think, um, the upholstery. But he would find a lot of things like steering wheels and bits and pieces, bits of engine. The things that he did ha- have imported were the um, the body framework. Yeah. was uh, a pattern that was sent out from the UK and those gutter guards, uh, which are, you know, there's all sorts of different mm-hmm. mud guards you can have on cars, but those, those gutter guards, which look really good because they're sort of, Continuous yeah, do. swoop, yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they were sent out from the UK as well. But a lot of the stuff he'd source at swap meets. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the other thing you mentioned. That, so you used to go to a few swap meets, or he used to? He mainly went to them. I've been to a few. I mean, I've been to one, and I couldn't believe what happens at a swap meet. You know? When was this? Well, recently? This, yeah, recently at Ballarat, uh, they had the big Ballarat oh, yeah. one. They're, so Bendigo and Ballarat are good, but a lot of the others are uh, lots of. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went with uh, went with Mario that you mm-hmm. you met, and that was an eye opener for me. I, you know, never been to one. Oh, never been to one, but and it's huge. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how big it is. We had a little push box to get around, but anyway, unbelievable. Yeah, Andy, some, some mates used they used to go to both of those Ballarat and Bendigo, and they would um, either camp or stay in a motel because they'd stay for the three days. Well, we went for two days. Yeah, we so it's so big. Days. You need a few days yeah, to get yeah, around, don't you? Yeah. yeah. But he, he, I don't think he ever came back empty-handed. He's always got something. He's always got something, yeah. Yeah, I think, look, you know, some of the people that own the stalls there or ran the stalls there, they, they've been to everything. You know, you start chatting to them and they've been doing it for just yeah. about all their life. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Anyway, Robin, thanks again for coming on um, and talking about the Amel car, which is uh, something special to see. And uh, we will have a YouTube video that yes. uh, will be uh, posted soon. But we're going to leave it there. And, uh, again, you can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com. And, uh, Ori, thank you. And remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you.